to the two, to the three, to four. Wrestling with my thoughts, done hit the dough, and they got everybody on their hands and knees. What is going on, Mr. Kurt? How are you? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I can't complain at all. Can't complain at all. How was your week? Not so good. I won't go into details, but it's, it's been better. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. My week went, uh, it went all right until what Saturday, um, and I found myself. I won't say somewhere I didn't necessarily want to be, but among some people that I didn't know. So it was just kind of weird. Um, and I did not sleep worth a damn Friday night into Saturday morning. I think I might have gotten two hours of sleep. So waiting on Mr. Brandon here. Folks, thank you all for joining us again this week. We do apologize for being uh, being late once again. Uh, we had all intentions of recording on yesterday evening. However, the three of us uh, each found ourselves in predicaments we didn't anticipate. So we just decided to pull a, uh, a Peyton Manning and call an audible. So uh, that's why we're recording tonight um, here at 8.30 rather than uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. or Saturday at 8.30 p.m., so we do apologize. Um, as we wait for uh, for Brandon, just want to let you guys know that this week we're going to forego uh, any show reviews. Um, I think Kurt will agree with me here when I say this, that all rest, all the wrestling shows this week um, were, were not very good. Um, none of them, in my opinion. Uh, would you agree, Kurt? I agree. I agree. <laughs> so we decided to forego uh, the the show reviews this week, not necessarily because the shows weren't very good, but because there's a certain subject that we want to cover this week in detail. Uh, we brought it up last week. We put a pin in it, or we brought up the beginnings of it last week. We put a pin on it. So we thought, since this was kind of a slow week for for wrestling news in and of itself. And since the shows weren't very good this past week, we would just forego the reviews. Uh, we're still going to go through some wrestling news, and we're going to um, we're going to look over some ratings. But uh, we just won't be doing the reviews. We're going to dive into the subject uh, that we'll we'll let you know once we get there um, this for for this week. So no show reviews this week. Brandon, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. How y'all feeling, gentlemen? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You feeling better? Yeah, I'm still trying to get over this, whatever this is that I have. It's like it's going in stages, but, you know, hey, I'm I'm still alive. Hey, that's still what matters. I'm still able to do what I need to do, so. <laughs> and it's nothing that's, and it thank, thankfully, it ain't nothing that's, like, going to put anybody else in danger. It's just bad case of allergies, so. Oh, man. And, yeah. I don't even I don't even think we've hit peak season for allergies yet, have we? I think we did. Okay. Because I remember watching the news the other day, and they said that whatever this is that's out here, it hadn't lingered. It's never lingered around this long because usually this when it starts to kind of trail off a little bit. But ah, uh, this this is a rough this is a rough one right here. They talking <laughs> about they were talking about I might have like a bacteria infection too. Oh, maybe. Man. So. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, we, 
Yeah, I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, just keep doing what you need to do, man, and uh hope you start feeling a little bit better soon. What we're going to do, we're just going to go ahead and jump into the wrestling news, and we can talk about it a little bit. I'm going to leave out some parts because that's going to factor into the main point and main topic of today's show. Um, the wrestling news for uh, for this week, uh, like we said, it was kind of slow, but there are some, some items that we need to talk about. Uh, it was announced that WWE and the sports merchandise and collectible company, Fanatics, um, have agreed to expand their merchandising contract, and Fanatics will be taking over um, the WWE Global Event Merchandise Operations as of May 1st, um, meaning that the WWE merchandising will no longer be handled in-house at Titan Towers. That's now going to be handled exclusively by Fanatics. So when you see the uh, the kiosk, like when you go to a basketball game or even a wrestling event, when you see those kiosks out there selling wrestlers' shirts or other merchandise, those are going to be handled and operated by Fanatics, no longer WWE. Um, not sure what that means for the staff that, that work in merchandising at Titan Tower, uh, but that's going to be very interesting. Uh, we talked about it in the pregame about layoffs, uh, any sort of potential layoffs that are coming because as as much as UFC and uh, the WWE are different, they definitely have some overlapping departments like human resources, um, so many other things. Uh, shit, merchandising. So um, it's going to be interesting. And, uh, gentlemen, if you remember, they're moving into a new building, too. Um, WWE is building their own building in Connecticut. They're moving into, I think, this year, later this year. So, yeah, 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 that's correct. Yeah, I saw the, uh, I saw the, uh, renderings for it. I said, shit, that, it looks impressive. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It's a major, major, major upgrade. So, okay, that'll be interesting, man, because they've been at Titan Towers since, you know, 40 years. Shit. And from what I understand, the they're just leasing that building. So, um, WWE has made the decision to allow their wrestlers back on Twitch, um, and Twitch Live. Um, as you know, WWE restricted all of its wrestlers from using any third-party streaming platforms back in 2020. Um, that was a, a, a big debate among wrestling fans and, and wrestlers themselves because it took away a revenue stream uh, from the wrestlers. But this new decision comes after WWE and Twitch agreed to a three-way revenue split between WWE Twitch and the wrestlers themselves. Supposedly, a bulk of the revenue is going to be split between, <clears throat> excuse me, split between uh, Twitch and the wrestlers. We'll we'll see how that works out. Um, there is a notable restriction, and uh, I mean it. It is surprising a little bit, but I guess not really when I think about it. Um, the WWE wrestlers will not be allowed to appear in or have wrestlers from other promotions appear in their live videos without uh permission advanced permission from wwe so uh even though cody and and uh ricky starks are good friends he showed up to uh support cody on his return he won't be able to do any sort of twitch with it uh big e this week provided an update on his injury status 
Uh, he said he feels great, but he's still not fully uh, fully healthy or, or healed. Um, in that interview that he gave on a podcast, he didn't give any sort of timeline for his return to the ring. Um, but he says he feels good. Um, I believe he said he has good mobility of his neck. But just because that's going on doesn't mean that he can go in the ring and take bumps. So right. wishing him a speedy recovery. And who knows, man, we, we may not see Biggie <clears throat> return to the ring. Now, never say never because Edge is wrestling again. So, uh, And Stone Cold, well, you know, yeah. not full time, but they had they had neck injuries that should have paralyzed them. And then they were some kind of way they was able to come back by the grace of God. So, you know, I think if they could come back. You know, if everything lines up for Big E, and I hope it does, because I, you know, enjoyed them. I enjoyed watching them for as long as we know we've been able to watch them. But hopefully, if, you know, if, if all stars align and, you know, they say, hey, you can get back in the ring and wrestle again, you'll be back in there. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, there is a certain name that is that, that caused some controversy on this show a while back uh, that, <laughs> that has returned to Impact Wrestling. Uh, Mr. Nick Aldis, uh, the national treasure, as he was known in, in NWA, has returned to Impact Wrestling. And, Kurt, you said it um, in the pregame. You think that Impact is probably where he fits in best, right? In my opinion, yes, because I think in NWA, he was a big fish in a small pond. And I think going to WWE or AEW, he would have been a small pitching and big pines, but I think impact is more his lane. So I think that he went to the right place. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it does say something because as far as I know, there were never any serious um, talks between him and WWE or AEW, um, at least not that I've read. So um, Ted DiBiase Jr. pled not guilty this week to charges of uh, misappropriating funds in Mississippi. Um, <laughs> miss, miss, you know what? <laughs> Him and Brett Favre was in cahoots the whole time, but um, he's, he's alleged to have committed fraud because funds were awarded to his company for social service. Excuse me, social services, and he allegedly used those funds. To do things like, oh, I don't know, buy vehicles, put a down payment on a home, you know, shit like that. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't he quit wrestling to go be a preacher? Uh, no, that would be his dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, his dad did. Um, I'm not sure if uh, if Junior is involved in that ministry or not, I, but uh, I, Ted Ted is the senior is the one that was doing the uh, the preaching. Cause I remember him saying something about when he retired, he said he wanted to go follow his faith or something like that. So now I will say this, um, senior is implicated in this to some degree himself. Um, I don't know to what level, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see. And then everybody's favorite dick pick sending quarterback is, is implicated in this as well. Mr. Brett Favre, um, that piece of shit. Yeah, um, I don't have nice things to say about. Oh. Anyway, we're gonna continue. I love Brett Favre, man. But I, I like them too. And that's I another, that's another conversation for another time because it, I can I can spend many minutes on why I don't that's like what, him. It's just one of them things. It just it just, it just messes with me mentally because <laughs> I was such a fan 
But, you know, hey, such is life. So, uh, Miss Trinity <clears throat> Batu, otherwise formerly known, I should say, uh, as Naomi in the WWE, has officially joined Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks in WWE, in the stardom promotion in Japan. Um, no word on what her role will be, no, no word, or at least I could, I, I couldn't find anything on how long any sort of contract, um, is or, or nothing like that. But apparently they're going to be, uh, they're going to be together again. Now, whether they will be opponents or a tag team, who knows? Um, just real quick, I think for shits and giggles, it might be kind of nice to see them feud a little bit, have, uh, have Trinity come in pissed off at, at Mercedes for kind of leaving her in the dust as she went on to, to make herself a name. But we'll see where that goes. Um, speaking of Mercedes Monet, she lost her IWGP title at a star, uh, stardom show earlier hmm. today for us, yesterday for Japan. Um, and she also signed a contract ex- extension with uh, with stardom. And the last little tidbit I have for, for news um, AEW has filed a trademark request for the, the term AEW Wrestle Dream. I don't know, and this may sound funny me breaking it down like this. I don't know if that's AEW Wrestle Dream or AEW Wrestle Dream. Um, not sure why they filed that, uh, that trademark request, but there are rumors of a show coming for Saturday, which will, will not this Saturday. I mean, a, a new Saturday show coming. Um, and that's something we'll touch on here in a minute as well. Uh, ratings news. Uh, do, do either one of you gentlemen have anything to add to that? Um, shout out to Sister Trin. And <laughs> I hope that uh, Wrestle Dream is not the name of that new show. I don't think that's going to be the name. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, hey, man, you never know. Depends on how high. I mean, what Tony Khan's thinking. Um. Now, taking a look at uh, ratings for, uh, I tried to update everything, you guys, because we're recording on a Sunday, so I decided to, to try to get up-to-date uh, uh, ratings for each of the shows. The only one I was not able to find was AEW Rampage, which we normally don't watch anyway. Um, so, uh, Monday Night Raw from April 17th. Um, had 1.815 million viewers. The previous week was 1.818 million. Um, that's a 0.16 decrease, so it, it remained about the same. Um, NXT, uh, the previous week, they had 528,000. Uh, this week, they had 565,000, a 7% increase. Um, I think that increase might be attributed to the game that... No, wait a minute. That's not them. That's AEW Dynamite. I will shut up now. Um, so there's the increase. Speaking of NXT, we were wondering when Braun Breaker was going to make his main roster debut. He is still, like, actively involved in shit in NXT, and I don't understand that. He could get drafted. So. <clears throat> Let's see. He could get drafted. Uh, he was on last week's show. He's he's in a, he's in an angle now. I can't remember who it was. Uh, one of the guys from uh, Chase U. 
could. You know, we got the draft coming up next week, so maybe I don't know. He could get drafted. You know what? That that's very true. Um, AEW Dynamite uh, from the twelfth drew eight hundred sixty-six thousand. Uh, this week only drew eight hundred and thirty thousand. It's a four point one five percent decrease. That's why I was going to say that they were affected by the NBA playoffs. Um, playoffs. So they lost some viewers to the NBA. Uh, Friday Night SmackDown from April 14th pulled in 2.265 million. This week's edition of SmackDown drew in 2.088, a seven, almost an 8% decrease, 7.8%. And as I said, I wasn't able to find anything for the, the ratings this week for, um, Rampage, but last week they had 639,000. We'll update you guys next week on what the official ratings were for the 21st. Hey, man. Um, I was about to ask y'all something, but I just figured out what it was. Never mind. Um, (laughs) So, what we're going to do here is uh, we're going to pull that pin out of the subject that we we were talking about last week. And if you guys don't remember, I brought up a quote from Eric Bischoff about CM Punk. That's right. He's back in the news. And that's what we're going to spend the majority of the show talking about because there's a lot going on about this potential return. Um, a lot going on uh, just with people not even directly involved in this shit, uh, giving their opinions or perhaps uh, puppeteering the opinions of other people who may not be able to give those opinions publicly. Um, but last week I said that uh, Bischoff, I'm not going to quote here because I, I don't have it in front of me, but said that he thought CM Punk uh, wasn't that talented and uh, thought he was overrated. He never saw much in him. And Kurt and I may possibly have some very differing views on this. I think I know where Brandon stands as well. But, uh, Kurt, I'll let you kick this off and and, um, speak to how you feel about what Eric Bischoff said uh, with CM Punk not being really talented and uh, overhyped. Before I get in my opinion. So let me continue with the wrestling news before we get into that. So it is reported that um, CM Punk will be coming back on June 17th at the United Center in Chicago. <laughs> and also the rumor is that the new AW show is going to be called AW Collision. Thank God it's not Russell's dream. Yeah. So it's also being reported Warner Twitter Brothers had a field day. that the new um, Saturday show was basically um, something that Warner Brothers wanted and they want to see him punt back to do to be a part of that show. Okay. And it's almost finalized that, that that show will be on Saturday. And like I say, AW Collision. And they're looking at making $52 million a year off of that show. Hmm. Damn. Now, so that sounds like something like uh, when WCW was still around and owned by Turner before the merger with AOL Tom Warner. Um Ted won on the Thursday night show. Um, I think the difference here is that the network itself actually wants a show. And unlike Bischoff having to use the, the, uh, the budget for Nitro, 
as also the budget for Thunder. Um, seems like TNT or TBS is going to pump some some money into this show. Whether it'll be any good or not is still up for debate. So yeah. Now, uh, before you give your opinion, Kurt, I found the quote that I was looking for. Um, Eric Bischoff on CM Punk. Quote, I don't particularly think he's that talented. I think he's overblown. I think he's highly overrated. End quote. That was from <laughs> April 15th, 2023. And now I'll let you have the mic, Kurt. Um, I would have to agree with Eric Bischoff. Oh, goddamn. I, I never, I never... <laughs> I never just bought into the hype, never seen anything, but he was on CM Punk, even when he came back to AEW. I understood the attraction because he had been gone for so long, but I still, I watch him and be like, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on, we're on polar opposite ends on, on this one, uh, Kurt. Um, I like, you guys know, um, from uh, going to StarCast, you guys know that I've somewhat developed, I, I used to not really like Eric Bischoff, but I've somewhat developed a, a high opinion of him. Having, having read the book Nitro uh, by Guy Evans, um, very good book, shameless plug for that book, unpaid, but it is such a good book. Check it out. It'll give you guys a uh, a much better understanding of exactly what was going on and helped uh, lead to the demise of WCW itself. It's not to say Eric Bischoff didn't make some mistakes. Um, it, it doesn't take full blame off of Eric Bischoff, but it definitely sheds a, a, a more informed light on, on what happened there. So that said, uh, with me having... Um, a higher opinion of Eric Bischoff probably than either one of you two guys. Um, I even got my picture taken with him <laughs> at, uh, at Starcast because I, I wanted to meet him and I really like his show 83 weeks with, uh, with Conrad. I don't like everything he says. Don't agree with everything he says, but I like, I like the show except his comments about CM Punk. Um, I don't think CM Punk is overhyped. I don't think CM Punk is, uh, or I do think rather that CM Punk is talented. Um, I think he is of this generation. Um, of course, we have to take into account he's been out of wrestling for what, like seven years. So nearly 10 years he's been out of wrestling. But I think he is one of this generation's absolute best wrestlers. Um He's he's opinionated, he's he's strong headed, but as far as his his promos, his his in ring personality, uh, his in ring work, I think it's top notch. And if you gave me, uh, if you said Ron, we're going to start a promotion, and uh, you're going to have your pick of wrestlers to put in that promotion, um, he would be, if not my top pick. One of my top picks, um, Brandon. What do you got to say about this? I know we haven't we haven't got your opinion on this, but um, just from the the comments that Bischoff made, what do you got to say? Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I wouldn't call CM Punk overrated, but I will say I think that right now 
Um, it's not that the wrestling product has passed them by, but he is not. Besides that first part when he returned because he had been gone for seven years, I'm honestly not that enthusiastic about him coming back to wrestling because I kind of feel like I've seen all this before. And although I like CM Punk, I just never looked at him like one of those legends that, you know, you say if Raw did their 50th anniversary show here in Atlanta, and the app, well, nah, I take that back. They advertised CM Punk, and it's the first time he's been back in the WWE since all that went down. I'm going to go see that. I want to go see that shit. <laughs> well, you, you backed up on that one quick. <laughs> I sure did not. Yeah, I sat back and thought about it. But if he had, but you know, if he had already been back and he done made amends and everything, I don't want to see that no more. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, I'm looking for something different. Now, my opinion of him, of him right now would change if he had signed a deal with the WWE. Because, trust me, I mean, y'all might agree with me too. I want to see that shit show. Yeah. Definitely. I want to see that. And I would have loved to see it if, seen it if, you know, um, Triple H was still healthy because that could have been, that was a, that's a money WrestleMania match right there. Hey, man, one of the best quotes ever in professional wrestling is CM Punk telling Triple H, I don't need to work with you. You need to work with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was real, it, man. I would have, I'd pay money. I'd pay top dollar to see that match. So, I, I, because you know, you knew it was gonna be some real hits up in there. Because you know, cause, yeah, but hey, but anyway, uh, back to the the subject they hand. I'm just, I'm kind of in the middle of the road. I don't, I don't consider, I never considered CM Punk overrated, but he's not a superstar or a wrestler that I want to see. That is like I have to turn on the television to see him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like I've whatever everything that he's doing, I've already seen it. So the only other thing he could do now that's going to remotely get my attention is if he signs back with the WWE, even if it ain't but for one match or for one night, just to go cut one promo. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to watch that. Other why, than that, it's nothing else I want to see. So why, why would you want to see him cut a promo in WWE? What make that special? Because that'll been the first time he's been back since he talked all that shit that he that he talked. I just want to see how it's gonna play out. Yeah, because they in the ring. I just want to see how it's gonna play out. WWE took a, a huge risk giving that dude a live microphone and say, "Go hear your grievances." Yep. Um, I don't think they really. I don't think that they realize who Phil Brooks is. Right. Until that night. Um. So I, he said, he, "He said whatever the hell he had to say." And so I like. Oh, go ahead. No, I said, I said they didn't. I said that they didn't know. They didn't know who Phil Brooks was, and they got it that night. And then you know, <laughs> one thing led to another, and here we are today. So when you say generational talent, so who do you think he's better in his, as far as his generation of top superstars? Around? Okay, so we're we're talking. I'm not including guys like Stone Cold. I'm talking from, let's say, 2005 on. Um, I think he's better than Christian. I think he's better than Batista. I think he's better than Adam Cole. I think he's better than... um, I actually think y'all y'all both may want to slap me for this one. I actually think he's better than Chris Jericho, and and, yeah, no. and I'll put you out of your mind. Hey, no. 
That may be the fact. That may be the fact. No. But I think he's better than Chris Jericho. No. Um, I think. Uh, let me think. Who else? Um, I think he's on par with Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. That that's how how highly I think of CM Punk as a wrestler. Now, this is the so this is the thing where I think we differ because I can like somebody and be realistic about where I really think they stand in history, and I have nothing against CM Punk. I just never I never saw the talent or the hype behind him. And I'm not, I've never been a Chris Jericho fan, but Jericho is head and shoulders way better than CM Punk. I think Batista is a, a is a better draw than CM Punk. I agree with that. I, I think, 100% I disagree I, I, with that. What? I, I think Daniel Bryan okay. is head, I think Daniel Bryan is way better than CM Punk as well. Now, Christian, yeah, he's better than Christian. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that. And I, I would even go a first step further and say, Edge is better than CM Punk. Hmm. I would go a step further and say that Daniel Bryan is a generational talent. Absolutely. I'm not going to disagree with Dang, that Daniel. at all. I, I don't. Like, you're, you're not get an argument generational. If you had to put, if it, you had to choose between Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, I'm taking Daniel Bryan uh, with Brian Danielson 100% of the time. Okay. Let, let's stick with that for just a second. If I, If you said, as is right now in 2023, run, you got a choice. You can have CM Punk or you can have Daniel Bryan. I'm going to take CM Punk. And let me tell you why before you before you shoot me. <laughs> let me tell you why. Because I'm concerned about Daniel Bryan's well-being. Okay. Um, and, and I don't disagree with that. I don't and disagree right, with that either. I don't disagree with that. Right now, I would 100% take CM Punk over Daniel Bryan right now today because Daniel Bryan or Bryan Bryan, he's a shell of himself right now. So yeah. I, I totally agree with you, one hundred percent. Yeah, but just overall career, first career, Daniel Bryan's a hands down. It's not yeah. even close. It's not hands down. It's but not then again, close. but then again, we can't ignore what those guys, what those two guys especially, did for the wrestling business because they pretty much put the indies on the map. Yes, with a whole bunch of other guys that came up and they're you know they're all in the industry now, you know, thriving and everything. But those two, I remember those two guys right there when they were still on. Um, people were still sending out the little DVDs and stuff. I remember that. So, you know, and, man. But. And like, I'll be honest, I I didn't see the very beginning of CM Punk's career um, in the Indies. I'd heard the name, um, I'd read the name in in uh, magazines or whatever, but I didn't know exactly who it was. I knew he had a he had a good thing said about him. I'll say that that he was a you know, somebody that, that might be the next big thing or whatever. I really didn't see him until he signed with WWE. Um, it was from there I went back and actually watched some of the stuff and and realized that I had seen some of his matches, but I just didn't realize I didn't connect the two. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, so I, I like the fact that Brandon. Um, on the opinion of what Bischoff said, at least, is in the middle, like, between me and Kurt. Um, I think Eric Bischoff is nuts for that statement. Now, some are going to argue that Eric Bischoff is more uh, qualified to make that 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for, y'all? Uh, judgment on CM Punk than I am. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and I don't think you were aiming this at me, Kurt, but yeah, like, I'm, I'm not putting any emotion into it. Um, I feel like I can be objective as well. Um, so I, I think that Eric Bischoff is 100% incorrect. Um, and yes, I do think that CM Punk is a much bigger draw than Dave Batista. And that's, that's no shade to Batista. I just think Punk is a much bigger draw. So if, so let, let's get this. So if let's say we had a hundred people <clears throat> and we were giving tickets out to, hey, I have free tickets to go see CM Punk or Batista. And you think most people, more people want to see CM Punk than Batista? You're going to, you're going to throw your mic when I say what I'm about to say. If you got a hundred tickets and you say you got to choose, one to go see CM Punk, one to go see Dave Batista. I think ninety nine percent of those tickets are going to go for CM Punk. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, oh. Now that may oh, also oh, oh. Uh, that may also I respectfully disagree. That may also depend on who they're wrestling. We have somebody that wants to. Uh, okay, they left. They said they wanted to enter, and I was going to introduce them. And... Okay, uh, you guys mind if I bring uh, Rosemary on? No, go ahead. I saw her. All saw right. Her. How you doing, Rosemary? There we go. And uh, it's Jonathan. <laughs> it's okay. my aunt. Sorry, I apologize. Okay. Uh, uh, what, uh, what did you want to add into the conversation we're having right here about uh, about CM Punk? Well, first of all, did you hear did you hear the quote that that we're actually discussing right now from Eric Bischoff? I heard something about it. It's just kind of weird how Eric Bischoff. I think he's overrated. You think Bischoff is overrated or Punk is? Eric Bischoff is because he's a crazy man that doesn't know business from left to right. Okay, um, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say that I think Bischoff is overrated. Um, Bischoff took, and we can argue all day about the reasons why, but Bischoff took WCW from never turning a profit um, under Turner to make it making it a successful wrestling company, and legitimately and realistically nearly ran WWE out of business. Well, almost. Well, well yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, but we appreciate you chiming in. We're going to go ahead and, and move on. Um, feel free to listen to the show. Continue to listen. And thank you for joining All us. Right. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, that was uh well. Did you did you guys catch the name? I'm sorry, I I couldn't understand it. It was it came up as Rosemary, but he he said his name was different. I didn't catch his name. Gotcha. I didn't either. Okay, yeah. So, um, but uh, thank you for your input. 
definitely do not think that Eric Bischoff is is overrated. I don't think I don't think anybody puts him on the level of a genius in wrestling. I don't even no. think Bischoff would put himself in that category. Um, mm. As a matter of fact, he sings the praises of uh, Vince McMahon. But uh, but back to what we were discussing: Dave Bautista or CM Punk. So you guys believe, and, and uh, opponent notwithstanding, say they're facing the same quality opponent, you guys think that Dave, Dave Batista moves more tickets than CM Punk? Yeah, yeah. because Batista is yeah. more universally known. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's a lot of, like, there's a lot of just casual wrestling fans. They know who Batista is because he, um... You know, he's this larger than life person, and now he's acting. So Thank he's not like. So they, you know who he is more. The main, <clears throat> excuse me, the casual fan will probably know more of who Batista is before CM Punk. So no. gonna, CM Punk, who's that? No, yeah, no, I disagree yeah. with that. No, he, that, why? One hundred percent agree with Brandon. One hundred percent. I I'm, just, I'm speaking from a casual. Now we know who CM Punk is. Right, right, right. But no, I'm speaking from like a casual fan, a casual fan who is not watched wrestling maybe 10, 15 years. I know who CM Punk is right well, now. Wait, wait, what? But they would know. They would know who that. They, they would know who Dave Batista is. I, I, okay, so we're going to back up 10, 10 years. He was in WWE then, and probably doing the best work he's ever done in his career. You take a fan from that era who had, as you just said, hasn't watched wrestling in 10 or 15 years. You think they're going to take what they remember about CM Punk and what they remember about Dave Batista and choose Batista over Punk? Yes. I think, no. I think Batista was a bigger superstar in WWE than CM Punk was. Hell no. Yes, yeah, he was. Hell no. Yes, he was. Yes. yes, he was, Ron. Hell no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Batista had a longer run too. He did. Batista, Batista had like a five year run. Yeah, CM Punk maybe had. I think in CM Punk's heyday, oh. he came in at 08 and left in what? 11, 12? Oh, you only had like a three year run. I'm listening to you. Give me one second. I'm pulling this up. Whoops. Might help if I spell his damn name right. But yeah, I mean, CM Punk had maybe about a, a three or four year run. Batista had about a good five year run before it was all over with. Yeah, two runs actually. So, but yeah, like, I, like the reason why I say this is because when I go to work, I have key, I have students that watch wrestling, right? They don't know nothing about Batista before two thousand with that last WrestleMania that he did. However, they know everything about him. They know the championships. They can name some of the matches. And this is before they were even born. If I brought up the name CM Punk, some of them not even going to know. They're like, who in the world is that? Well, that's the dude with all the tattoos or whatever. They they don't, they literally don't know. But they're casual fans. All right, give me one second. Um, they don't have okay. it broke down here. I'm sure I can find it, but I'm just looking real quick right here. Um, he started in Ohio Valley Wrestling, and I'm not, for the record, I'm not counting Ohio Valley Wrestling, but he started there in 2005, uh, came up to ECW, uh, the bullshit version that WWE had. So let's say it started in 2006. So he went from 2006 to... 
He left in 2000 and God damn, 2014. So he had a longer run than Batista. I mean, that was 14. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But okay, so in years he might have had a longer run, but still, if you bring up name Batista, CM Punk. Most are gonna remember Batista. They remember that big. They remember that big fucker. They used to walk around, uh, power bombing people through the ring. <laughs> so Batista was. You know what I'm saying? But, but Batista was just his presence, just his star, just his presence alone. People remember that. They're not gonna remember now. You gonna have some, and I'm and I'm and I'm not even trying to say that it's really that far apart because I don't think it's that far apart between them two, but. There's a lot of casual fans, and then you know CM Punk was gone for seven years. There's a lot of casual fans that do not know who CM Punk is or why he's regarded. Right. Now, as now, hold on, I'll agree with I'll agree with you. If a fan has been gone, a casual fan has been gone for ten years, and they just picked wrestling up again, they may not know who CM Punk is. But if they were watching, of- if they were watching before that, if they were watching ten years ago, they definitely know who CM Punk was. They, they probably know, but they're not going to consider him the bigger star over Dave okay, Batista. So, so let, 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 let me say this. And y'all, you know how big of a wrestling fan I am. I never, I just never got into CM Punk. And I could have forget about him today and never just forget about his whole history. And it wouldn't, I don't think his history in wrestling would be missed at all. You you say say that again? I said you know how big a wrestling fan I am. Yes. But CM Punk, if we erase him from from the record books right now, his presence in wrestling would not be missed at all. There's one thing of significance. Man, I'm ready to scream right now. I'm not. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> There's one thing, and I'm not trying to discredit anything, any contribution that this man has ever made to the wrestling business because he has made contributions to the wrestling business in a good way, a great way. But the one thing he's always going to be remembered for is that night when he got it, when he got on the stage and, and sat Indian style on the stage and talked his shit and his ex. Okay. So that's what, what, that's what he's going to be remembered for. Batista going to be remembered for. Uh, Batista's going to be remembered for. Does anything big, about Batista? He's going to be big. A big, he's a big dude with a bunch of tattoos, bald headed, got a got one of the most got probably one of the best power bombs the business has ever seen. He had those matches with the Undertaker, and he was a um, world, you know, CM Punk was a world champion too, of course. CM Punk, not CM Punk, Batista was a world champion for it was about a good two three year period. That, he that I went just looked it Batista, up. Triple H and, under, and, and the Undertaker. I just I just looked it up. He held the title for two hundred and eighty two days. Now, I don't know if that was consecutive or broken up or all together, but he held the title for 282 days. CM Punk mm-hmm. held the title for 434 consecutive days, if I'm not mistaken. That's fine, but look at the title. But also, you got to look at the title defenses, too. How many title defenses do we remember CM Punk having? I can't remember one. He had besides, the ECW Championship. Us, besides, no, 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 no. I'm talking about legitimate big-time title matches. The only one that I remember was that one at Money in the Bank against John Cena. That's the only one that I will ever remember. I'm never, if you ask me, the only reason why I'm even thinking about Jeff Hardy now is because I always see the clip when Jeff Hardy went and did the swan time off the ladder and then um, 
some kind of way CM Punk end up recovering and you end up winning the match. Other than that, about that, yeah, it was a long title run, but how many memorable title defenses do we remember him having? Well, Batista, on the other hand, he had title defenses against Triple H. That was memorable, Hell in a Cell. Um, the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Uh, the couple ones against CM Chris Punk, Jericho CM or whatever Punk that he had. CM Punk had was a pretty damn um, match with Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah, he did. But how many people are going to remember that match? I, I guarantee you, if you ask people now, I'm talking right about now, a casual fan if, run. I, I'm, I'm not talking about a hardcore fan. I'm going like to this. use every a metric. Casual fan. I'm going to use every metric you're giving me right now. A casual fan. Yes, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, they will remember CM Punk versus Undertaker more than they would Dave Batista. I don't. <laughs> I, I didn't even know CM Punk Undertaker right wrestled at WrestleMania. Because that was the WrestleMania right before the network came out. Yeah, I had no idea they wrestled at all. The only way I remember that is because that was when Paul Bear had died. And CM Punk cut this angle with the uh, uh, the Undertaker came was in the ring honoring Paul Bear. And then CM Punk came from behind the ring and hit Kane in the back of the head with the iron. And stole the iron. One second, let's see. That's what made that memorable. That was before the network even came out. So you still had to pay $70 to watch a pay-per-view. One second. I'm trying to look and see exactly what who his title wins came against Punk. That is, and I'll look up the same thing for Batista. Let's see. But um, yeah, I I, I no no. <laughs> and I'm not. And the thing about so this is the thing. I'm not even a fan of Batista at all. I just CM Punk. I just. Don't get it. <laughs> I'll say this. How many of us tuned into our television? And let's be honest. Many of us tuned in to our television every week when Punk started with the company all the way up until he left just to see CM Punk. Nobody tuned in to WWE to see Dave Batista. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say people necessarily tuned in to see uh CM Punk until things got crazy. But no, I no nobody was uh, tuning in to see Dave Batista. Maybe not Dave Batista by himself, but then again, we also got to give credit to the other wrestlers he was around too. I forgot to mention the late great Eddie Guerrero as well. All those matches that they had together and everything, people remember that because of Eddie Guerrero, because not because of, of Dave Batista. Man, please. Anytime, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe this is me as a kid. Anytime you get on TV, you turn on the TV and you just see a big old dude with a bunch of tattoos that can powerball holes through people, that's going to make you remember them right there, right off the bat. Just how that man, even if you didn't remember his name. I was like, remember that dude? Remember that bald head dude with the tattoos? He used to get in the ring doing all that yelling and he used to do this powerball? Batista. Okay, to answer your question about CM Punk's WWE titles, I'm not counting anything from OVW or ECW. He was a world. Ta- he was the world heavyweight champion three times, world right. tag team champion. He was the WWE champion two times and the WWE Intercontinental Champion. Uh-huh. Now let me look up Dave Batista. Let's see. Don't break the keys, Ruler. 
I type hard, you know, like this ain't because, this ain't because I'm, I'm like the people at work, the people at work be so, so, like, why are you typing so hard? I was like, I'm just So typing. Batista was a WWE champion two times, World Heavyweight champion Yeah, I just four pulled, times. good, go ahead, I just pulled it up. World Tag Team champion three times and a WWE Tag Team champion one time. Okay. And he won the Royal Rumble twice. So let me ask you this, and I take nothing away from, from Batista. And I'm like you, Kirk. I'm not really a Batista fan. I never saw the attraction. Yeah, he was big. Yeah, he had tattoos. But I wasn't overly impressed with him in the ring. So there was nothing to it for me. Um, But he was also closely aligned. Him and Hunter were workout partners. Uh-huh. CM Punk and, and Triple H had an adversarial relationship. So I think that a more favorable spot is going to fall to Batista. I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. I don't disagree either. I don't disagree one bit. I don't, I don't disagree, disagree either. one bit. I just, just, it's just me as a as a wrestling fan, and maybe, I, maybe I'm in the more of the Vince McMahon mindset right now, and and this is just my opinion. I think the the casual fan or just I'm going to say casual fan. The casual fan, in just my opinion, are attracted to the bigger, muscular guy versus an average-looking guy. Yeah. And I think they'll tune in more to see Batista versus CM Punk if they don't either, if they don't know either one. Yep. That's just my opinion. Just looking, just the look. And I think, you know what, I think it's a societal thing, too, I because who's going to get, who, and that's what I'm getting at. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's what I'm getting at. Who's gonna get the most attention? The little, the, the regular looking guy, the regular old man, the dad bod, that looking guy, or that big muscular tattoo bald head dude over there? Who's gonna get the most? Probably the big muscular uh, bald head dude over there, because you know he just stands out. Yeah. Not saying that CM Punk doesn't stand out, but he that guy stands out. CM Punk looks more. CM Punk look like one of these dudes I would see a little five points down here. And I don't disagree with that. I think Batista has a much more, much more impressive uh, physique than CM Punk. But once you see the packaging, packaging looks great. But when you open up that box, you're a little bit disappointed because of what's inside. But you know what though? A casual, most of the time, a casual fan don't they don't look they don't dive that deep into wrestling like hey, hey, that ain't deep. They're just there that's for, not deep. That is there. not deep. That's the same just thing you just the spe- said for the spectacle. That's the same thing you just said. You just said that more fans are going to look and be a, be be drawn to Batista because of the way he looks. And once they start watching, they're going to be drawn. And I am talking about casual fans. They are going to be drawn. It's like me with Kenny Omega. I watched one of the, those matches with uh, what's his name over in Japan that everybody talks about. Okada. 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 I, I watched those matches, and then me and Kurt had had a conversation about it, a realistic conversation. And then I, I heard Jim Cornette break it down, and then I went back and watched. I watched Kenny Omega versus Okada as a casual fan and thought it was mm-hmm. a great match. When yeah. I went back and watched, because it, you were thoroughly, you were thoroughly entertained. Right, but you were thoroughly entertained. No, now, wait, let me let me, let me say this. You, I was I was impressed. I was impressed by the flips, 
Okay, yeah, yes, okay, yeah, no, 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 let me take that back, I'll back up, you're right, I was entertained, <laughs> I was entertained, yes, but then I see, then I see more of Kenny Omega, this is, this is the casual fan factor, I saw that, and I was impressed, I was like, this shit is good, then I saw more of Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega fucking sucks, <laughs> you see Dave Batista, you see this big dude, he's ripped, he's shredded, you watch, and you're like, fuck, I'm impressed. You watch him that first match, you think, man, that was a pretty good match. You watch five more matches, you're like, this dude's not really that good. Yeah. But then again, you gotta think, Ron. We're not we're we're like hardcore wrestling fans. Because there's folks that watch five Batista matches and will never watch that shit ever again. They'll think all of them was great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're it's, you know, we, you know, it's, it's two different things with us. So, so on your okay. side of it, as a legit fan, I get, so, I get why this, you're saying you will take CM Punk over Batista any day. I, 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 and I agree, a hundred percent. But I'm looking through this from the lens of a casual fan who just going somewhere to probably go take their kid, kid in bed and take them to the match and all that, and took them to the match. Who's gonna jump out on the screen and make you a fan? But because I can tell you this, I can tell you this right now. Bob Backlund did not make me a fan of professional wrestling. Sting did. You want to know why Sting made me a fan of professional wrestling? Because I seen him come out with that fucking blonde hair and all them colors. He stood but out. Thing, but the other thing is, and this is why I think some of it is um, the emotion with you, Ron, is because once CM Punk left wrestling and did the UFC, you was interested in going to see him. Yes. To see what was going to happen. Yes, and he sucked. He yeah, got his ass whooped. He sucked. Oh, he's terrible. You, you, but, but the thing about it is, but you were drawn because you were a fan of him to see, and, let me see what's going to happen. You're right. But another thing I, I appreciated as a fan was the fact that he tried it on his own. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shit. He did it by his, on his own. God damn it. What's the word I'm looking for? On a chord? He did it on his own terms. Own, That's what I'm trying to say. Terms. He did it on his own terms. A man who who had taken some Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes, but had never professionally fought, dedicated himself. So yeah, I like that. I wasn't entertained at all by the fight. I was more interested in seeing the second fight. I figured first fight he would he would lose. I didn't think he'd get his ass kicked like he did. But I thought he would lose. The second fight, I thought would be a little bit better because they put him in there with somebody that was supposed to be on his level. And he, again, got his ass thoroughly whooped. He wasted his time. And I said, and I said, good Lord, I hope they do not give this dude a third chance. Then they didn't. It, it, right, they so, thank God he got out there and killed himself. Yes. Nah, that shit wasn't for him. But I, I first seen him with the look, not going, going back to Dave Batista, <laughs> I respect that Dave Batista tried to do the same thing on a on a less higher level. But to me, that's another that's another feather in the CM Punk cap. That the fact UFC wanted him off the rip. Why? Because he's CM Punk. Batista wasn't looked at like that from UFC. How many fighters you know in, in the UFC built like Batista? I don't, but I don't think Batista wanted to go that route anyway. He may not have, but there was no interest yeah. from UFC. I don't think it was interest either way. I think I think that was a cash grab. 
I think CM Punk showed interest, and they were like, okay, why not? What What was the cash grab, uh, Brandon? When uh, when Batista went and did the MMA, the biggest cash grab in the world was hey, was Punk to UFC. That was a complete cash grab, especially the hey, second fight. Hey, it worked, didn't it? It made some money. It made some money off that fight, didn't it? it made a damn sure did. But then once again, that's one of them things. It's like, okay, I want to see how this really gonna go <laughs> because I never see, I never saw CM Punk as a UFC fighter. I didn't either. I, I never saw that. I, I never saw that. And so when he went, I was like, hmm, that's and then, and then look, Let's see what he could do. Check this out. As a CM Punk fan, I watched those uh those UFC like behind the scenes things they do. And I'm like, okay, this dude's putting in the work. I like it. I like it. Okay, cool, cool. Then he got in the ring and got his ass whooped. I mean, he looked like the damn elephant man after one of them fights. <laughs> but I I I applauded the fact that he had the balls to go step into a into an arena, no pun intended, that he had never been in before. Dave Batista did too. I take nothing away. I, I like Batista more as an actor than I do as as a uh, wrestler. And that's another thing. The reason more people may know Dave Batista better now than they know CM Punk, he's been in three now like hugely successful movies. Yeah. Plus a couple of other ones that weren't too bad either. But the Guardians of the Galaxy, he's been in three huge movies. So yes, I think right now in 2023, I even go back to when after the first Guardian of the Galaxy. From that point till now, yeah, more people probably do know who CM Punk is as casual fans, but they don't know him from wrestling. They know CM Punk from wrestling. CM Punk, to my knowledge, has only been in one movie. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't very good either. Well, Batista's been in like over 30 movies. Right. And I'm with mm-hmm. you. And I think that but gives I, more credit think, to people knowing who he is. I think people will still know him from wrestling. I, I 100% agree with you. I, it, hear me out. I 100% would agree with you. But it's going to be Dave Batista plays Drax. Dave Batista, he used to wrestle, didn't he? That's how they remember CM Punk I, or uh, uh, Batista. I think with CM Punk, it's like, hey man, CM Punk's coming back. Holy shit! I can't wait to see that because he blew the WWE up with that pipe bomb promo. There is nothing about Dave. But the, you you want to know what stands out about Dave Batista's career to me in WWE? And and if Dave Batista should ever hear this show, bro, understand I'm not shitting on you. I've, I could never do what you've done. So I'm not shitting on you. But do you want to know what I remember? The two things I remember about Dave Batista's career. One, that night that they, they kicked uh, Randy Orton out of Legacy or... Not Legacy. Was it Legacy? Evolution. Evolution. There we go. I'm getting that confused with the other group with DBRC Jr. Um, I remember that. And I remember when he came back from the Royal Rumble or for the Royal Rumble and won. And the fans booed the shit out of it. Not because of Batista specifically, but because Daniel Bryan didn't win. Yep. Those are the two things I remember about Batista's career. The most. 
Yes, I remember his matches with Triple H. I remember his other matches. I remember the matches with, with Cena. I remember all of that. But those are the two things that stick out in my mind. You are right, Brandon. And it, Kurt, I believe you said it too, and or at least agreed with Brandon. I agree with you 100% that what most people remember, 99% of the people remember about CM Punk was the pipe bomb promo. I 100%, you'll get no argument from me on that. But I think there's also that that casual fan that remembers that's the dude that walked out with the title. He took his ball and went home. Well, you know what? But I'm just, just you know, just having, you know, conversation with different wrestling fans and stuff. That hardly ever comes up. What hardly but ever Batista comes up? Batista Bomb, will you? What hardly comes up? With uh, CM Punk and the Pipe Bomb and... And whatever, but I guarantee you in that conversation, somebody going to talk about how they went and Batista bombed their little brother when they was younger. Wait. I never heard the pipe bomb. You've never heard the pipe bomb promo. Holy shit. You got to go back and watch it. Kurt, you may be casual or otherwise, you may be the only wrestling fan in the world that's never heard that promo. (laughs) Am I exaggerating on that, Brandon? Nope. <laughs> I'll, I'll go back. I'll go back and look. That's that's how much that's. I was not interested in Sam Punk. And I, I can I can understand. It, it happened on a random. It happened on a random ass night too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look I'm gonna look it up now. And, and, and I'll say this: I get why some people don't like CM Punk. Like I I don't look at a person who doesn't like CM Punk and go, "You're a fucking idiot." I understand why some people don't like him. But to say that he's overhyped and to say he's not talented, that's ignorance to me. Yeah, I don't think I, yeah, I, I, I agree with Eric Bishop. I think he's overhyped and I don't think he's talented. John Cena, while you, you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen. And I'm going to tell you what term y'all from. Is, I have. That, that straight edge society, I hated that. I wasn't a huge yeah, fan of weird. that either. I, I, that, I that was that. weird. But, but, but from that. But from I, that but I don't put that, that on him. I hated that. Yeah, I hated that. That that was yeah, that was definitely. And that's weird. what that's what I think. I think that's what turned me off from him. And just I never got into it. And just watching him in AEW, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't even know why uh, Warner Brothers want him a show. Just want him back behind that. I, okay. I, I just don't get. It. We're gonna go into that here. We we we've beat Batista and CM Punk to death for <laughs> nearly yeah, thirty yeah, forty five minutes. Let's, uh, and, get off of that. And, and a great conversation. I love well, those types of conversations. I couldn't even tell. So it was that long. But the whole reason, folks, the whole reason CM Punk comes up is because there are rumors, or Kurt said it's confirmed now that he is coming back. Um, so that's the reason we're talking about CM Punk. His return, what that's going to mean for AEW, what's that going to mean for the AEW locker room. For AEW as a business, personal opinion, and I'll get you, you the opinions of, of you two gentlemen here in just a second. My opinion, as a business move, that's going to make them a lot of money. A shit ton of money, I think. Not necessarily, and I'll concede, not necessarily because everybody's happy to see CM Punk back. They want to see the shit show that may happen. So, with that said, Kurt, what do you think? And from a strictly a business perspective, we'll get into the wrestling side of things here in just a minute. From strictly a business side of things, what do you think CM Punk coming back to AEW means for AEW? No, oh, they're definitely gonna make some money off of it. 
Because, right, like I said, they they looking to make a minimum of at least fifty two million dollars a year just off of the off of the the Saturday show. If if it happens, then by, by what I'm reading from Dave Milson, Observer, the deal hadn't been finalized, but basically it's just a done deal right now. Okay, uh, Brandon, what about you? What do you think? Again, strictly from from uh, a business perspective, what do you think that means for uh, for AEW? Everybody getting paid more money. But that's going to bring in a lot of eyes, a lot of viewers, a lot of money. Absolutely. All right. I'm trying to find the Brandon Cutler tweet. All right. I'm going to read read you guys a uh, just a very short article from WrestlingNews.co. And it is, uh, it is regarding CM Punk and the whole Brandon Cutler thing. Uh, all right. Starts off, it does not look like the issues between the elite and CM Punk are anywhere near close to being resolved. This afternoon, Brandon Cutler tweeted, someone gets it, in response to a Deadspin article with the headline, quote, CM Punk is gaslighting AEW, end quote. Cutler has since deleted the tweet and made his account private. <laughs> I don't run from it, bitch. Uh... Dave Meltzer reported in the Wrestling Observer newsletter, and Kurt may be able to give us more on this, about plans for CM Punk and Chris Jericho to meet uh, to see if they can put everything behind them thus far. Uh, where's, I lost my... Okay. Uh, put things behind them thus far, and there's been no progress with Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks and Punk. Um, and then it goes on to say some more about Dave Meltzer, but... Um, Punk has even, reportedly, Punk has even said he's willing to work a program with the Bucks to benefit off of the hype surrounding everything that went on. Um, but this notion, um, this notion that he needs to apologize, uh, Dave Meltzer said that, and I think somebody else has said that. Um, Brandon, do you think he needs to apologize? Let me rephrase. Hold on. I do think he needs to apologize for, to Tony for for his actions at the, the media scrum. And here's here's another thing I want to throw in there based on our, our conversation a few minutes ago. I don't agree with everything that CM Punk has done or said. Um, I think he was extreme while entertaining as shit. <laughs> I think he was unprofessional as hell that night. Um, so Brandon, what do you what do you think about um, the idea that Punk needs to apologize? I'm assuming to uh, the young fucks and Twinkle Toes. I'm sorry, you just can't help yourself. I can't because can Jim Cornette has the greatest names for these people. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you think about? Does he need to apologize to them? The only person that he needs to apologize to is his boss. I agree. Do you think he should apologize to uh, the Young Bucks and Omega? Fuck no. (laughs) Apologize to Tony Khan behind the scenes and keep it moving. That's it. That's the only person he owes an apology to. I think think if there's going to be an apology given, then it needs to be all of them apologizing to each other. But if you're going to say that it's one-sided and that Punk should apologize to them, I say kick rocks. Um, they rushed his locker room, and he defended himself from our understandings of what happened. Now, 
The media scrum is a whole different ballgame. He needs to apologize. You know what? I almost say he doesn't need to apologize to Tony Khan because Tony no, Khan no. allowed that shit to happen. He did, but but he blindsided Tony, and Tony was sitting there like, "What?" Like, you know what? I agree with it. It, it, on, right. on, on live TV right now. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, I admit. So he I want to. He, he didn't want to reprimand the man on live television. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I wouldn't. <laughs> now that might have been funny to see. See uh, Tony Khan going for that hug and seeing Punk choke him out. Um, now I, I do. Uh, I said I don't know that he should have apologized to to Tony Khan. That was kind of tongue in cheek. I definitely, as a professional, he absolutely owes Tony Khan an apology. Um, again, like I said, while it was entertaining as shit to watch, and to like my draw, my jaw hit the floor. Like I cannot believe this dude is going in on them like this. And but it was extremely unprofessional. That's like Kurt, you're my boss, and I'm on I'm on Facebook Live, just dogging you out by name, not alluding to you. I'm saying Kurt sucks. He's a piece of shit. I'm trying to run a business and all that shit that Punk said. I believe I need to be fired. Uh, yeah. I need to be, because that, that I took I took a company related issue and I put it in the public. Yep. The right thing to do is to go to you directly or the person that you report to and say, I've got an issue with Kurt. And but I blame I blame Tony Khan for that because absolutely. this is why I blame him. I blame him for that because he felt comfortable even doing that. And you, why you feel so comfortable with me sitting next to you to think you could talk that way? Right. And not only and I blame Tony, I blame Tony Khan for just in in inviting that kind of atmosphere into your company. It should that should never happen. I think that. If you remember looking at that scrum, he even asked Tony at some point, like, am I speaking out of term or if you want me not to say anything or something like that. And he he opened the door for Tony to say, yeah, let's let's shut this part of it down. Just talk about the match tonight. But you you caught me you you caught me off guard. You the biggest star in my company. And now you ask me that in front of everybody. So what the fuck am I supposed to say? I, 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 I'm, new I'm, to I, I'm new to this, so I'm <laughs> what the fuck. I'm like, okay, you go ahead. And, and, no, I'm, and I'm with, I'm with <laughs> and, you. And, 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 and that's how I told <laughs> you. Like, okay, well, fuck. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I just. So. That's funny. Are there, yeah. That night was like, whew. God damn. And then after, they continued with the scrum after that. I think MJF yep. came out there and kind of lightened the mood with his Shit, but um, Kurt, are there are there any are there any matches that CM Punk can have in AEW that interest you at all? No, Brandon, or did you no. answer? I think you did. You say no, Kurt. I want to make sure I heard you right. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, that's like, that's why I thought it was low for my hearing. So I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly, Brandon. What about you? Well, no, nah, I, I, I said no at first, but I would like for, uh, you know, him and the Young Bucks, or, you know, I like, I would like with, to see I, them get into an unsanctioned, real ass fight on live television. <laughs> so, differences like men and going back their way, that yeah, would be like interesting. Yeah. 
So let me say, so what they what they propose right now with CM Punk and FTR against the Elite, I would like to see that. And I'm not sure if has CM Punk and MJF have they made a match together yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I um. That's about it. For for me, you guys may be surprised about this, but I I tend to lean with Kurt, and and when you gave that immediate no, I'm almost thinking the same thing. Um, the only thing that doesn't appeal to me about that FTR and Punk versus the Elite match is the type of match that the Elite are going to want to have. I don't like their matches. Um, I love FTR, and I think they're phenomenal. I like CM Punk. I think he's good. Um. But I'm not interested in seeing them because of the stylistic things. Um, but for business, to quote, to quote WWE, I, I do think that's best for business. Um, if those men can set aside their egos, um, and when I say that, I mean punk and the elite. If they can set aside their egos and, and find some kind of way to work a match together and make everybody a lot of money, I think that goes a long way to kind of ease tensions with that locker room for Punk. But reports say that Punk's willing to do it, the elite are not. And I guess I can understand that because if I was, who was it he knocked out? Matt Jackson? If, <laughs> if, if, I was, if I was Matt Jackson and got my ass handed to me by CM Punk, I don't know that I'd want to get in the ring with him either. Um, but if, if, if there's anybody else that I might be interested, interested in seeing him wrestle, is Darby Allen. And I know that I think they've already wrestled once. Um, they did. But yeah. I think that was like his first match. I think so too. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing them have a, a series of matches or whatever. Um, but honestly, I, I don't see any match that really catches my eye. Maybe Punk and, and Brian Danielson. Um, but if you do Punk and Daniel Bryan's, uh, Brian Danielson, then it's going to involve Moxley and this whole Blackpool Combat Club dumb shit. So I'm not. It's a match we've already seen too, by the right. way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All every the two matches I've mentioned are like you said the the matches we've already seen. So that's why I lean more towards no. As much as I like Punk, and as as unqualified I, as I may be to make this statement, I just don't think there's enough talent there for for CM Punk to have good matches with. Now. I'll say good matches, despite everything I said 20 minutes ago, I'll put good matches in quotation marks because Punk had some ugly matches in, in AEW. He had some great, some I won't say great, he had some very good ones, but he also had some, some fucking dumb shit too, so like the one with Penta. Um, so I, I think we all agree that the only match that would really draw our interest um, is the six man between the elite and FTR and Punk. Um, now, the Saturday show uh, that they're proposing, um, that's what I was going to do with the news, that AEW has uh, booked the United Center for, I believe it was June 17th, um, and that is supposedly the date that this new show is going to debut and the day that CM Punk may return. Um, smart business on their, their end, if, if he is coming back. Um, but y'all want to hear something funny, despite the things that we, like, yelled and screamed about <laughs> earlier? 
I don't think well, he'll get booed in his own hometown. I think the hometown fa- fans will go berserk for him. I think once they leave Chicago, and that first uh, show after that one, I think that he'll have um, a lot of boos from then on out. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of people that will be happy to see him back as far as fans go. I think it'll be fifty-fifty. Yeah, I don't even think it'll be fifty-fifty. I think it'll be sixty-forty. Yeah, I just, I just think oh, I, I, you know what? Because they fans are cheering anything, so they will. <laughs> you know what? You gotta, especially AEW. Well, not fans at all these days. You are absolutely right, man. So I, I take that back. You make a very good point. They will pop for any fucking thing now. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just saying. so. Overall, as we get ready to wrap this show up, um, overall, do uh, do you think CM Punk coming back and take business out of it? Let's look at it from a wrestling fan perspective and a wrestling perspective. Do you think CM Punk's Punk coming back is really like the way to go? Do you think it's uh, would it interest you as a as a casual fan? Kurt, it doesn't no. interest me at all, but I think that's the right now the only thing AEW fan do. What about you, Brandon? It wouldn't interest me at all as a casual fan, and I have to side with Kurt on this one. That's the only thing that AEW can do to you know keep their ratings consistent and everything. Because if they don't, if they don't. Um, they don't come with a better product, and they're going to end up losing their fans eventually. So, what better way? What better way to keep your product going than to cater to the fans that we have? Our hardcore hand, our hardcore fans. You know, let me go ahead and give them their hero every week. What better way to do it? So, because the, the option is let them sit home and continue to collect the paycheck. That too. <laughs> that too. We don't. We don't talk about that part. But yeah, that too. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, if you're going to pay the guy, and he he reportedly, again, reportedly, he has been, he has said he's willing to come back, let bygones be bygones, and and work. Um, that house money drying up. So, I, I don't think so. I think, I think that he's got enough money, I think, to sustain, but... I don't know if it's a case of he loves it this much or it's it's altruistic that he wants to help, you know, mold younger. T- I don't know. I don't know at that age, especially. I don't know. That's what, what I'm saying. Like, it's better. It's better things for him. to. It's better ways to still stay connected to the business rather than being on TV every week. I don't, and, I and, and I don't disagree with you on that. Um, I think he still has love for the business and he don't like yeah. the way he left. And he, I think he want to come back. I think I, you know what? That's a good point. I think CM Punk just want to cut. I think this is one of those situations where he just wants to go out on his own terms, the way that he wants to go out, instead of with yeah, all this negativity. Because yeah. basically, he's and I'm not trying to put myself in his shoes or anything, but I guarantee you, he's like, this is the second time this shit didn't happen. Uh-huh. And the last time I was out of the business for almost ten years. A business that I love. And then I got my I was ass out, beat. I was burnt out, and then I now I'm back, 
And it's like the same old man, this <laughs> not I can't go out like this again. I don't want the fans' last memory of me is me getting it me talking shit during a press conference and then getting into a fight backstage that he won. And you know, and all this neg- I don't think he wanna end his career with all this negativity surrounding him like that. I don't I, I agree with that actually. Um I think had it just ended at the scrum, no injury, um no physical uh, training required or anything like the physical therapy, rather, to get back to where he needs to be. If he, if he doesn't get injured that night and that fight still happens, I think CM Punk would be perfectly fine walking away. But because of the injury, I think he wants to come back and have a few more matches. That He don't want to go out on an injury. I, I think he wants to go out on his own terms. If there wasn't an injury in that match before the scrum, in my mind, he kind of does go out on his own terms because he knocked the fuck out of uh, Matt Jackson. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting, man. I, I just don't know. I think, what is CM Punk, 42, 40? I don't know right off the top of my head, but I just don't know. Um, physic From a physicality standpoint, I don't know what would draw me back. Um, but I've never been a wrestler. I've never been a pro athlete. Uh, so I can't speak to that. Um, overall, um, what do you, what do you think about some of the things that Meltzer has said? Cause Meltzer has kind of fanned the flame. For one week he says something inflammatory about punk. Then he comes back and is like, you know, maybe I should apologize because I didn't have context to what I was saying. Maybe I am part of the problem. And then the next time he comes back, he's talking shit about CM Punk again. Um, what do you think about that, Kurt? Do you think he's helping fan this intentionally? Is he, do you think he's kind of, he's kind of passing along what the Bucks can't say? So he's saying a quarrel. Do you think there's anything to that? I think he's uh he's definitely fanning the flames, but I I don't I don't know if it's on the I don't think the young bucks has anything to do with it. I think that's just Dave Meltzer. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? I think it's just Dave Meltzer being Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I think he's like he'll he'll like I said, he's that week before he was like, Ah, maybe I need to apologize. I didn't give context, you know, so maybe I am at fault. But then the the very next thing you hear is he's talking shit again. Well, CM Punk is doing this, he's doing that, and, and Brian Alvarez is like he'll say something and then he'll tell Dave, "Well, don't blame me, man." But he's so yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I haven't been a fan of Meltzer's reviews on anything since AEW arrived because he, you know. Do you know he gave one of those matches at this last pay-per-view that AEW had, um, like, five stars? I can't remember what match. And I'm like, I did not see a five-star five match on that card at all. Um, he just he doesn't hold AEW to the same standards he seems to hold everybody else to. And I just think that's that's a shitty way to do business. But uh, yes, maybe Meltzer's got enough money after 40 years of doing the newsletter. <laughs> so um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show, man. Uh, all three of us have to work tomorrow. Um, Brandon's not feeling well. Kurt's, Kurt's got to work tomorrow. I got to work tomorrow. Brandon's got to work tomorrow. So um, yep. before we wrap up, 
anything, Brandon, anything you want to say on the CM Punk situation? Anything you want to say to uh, to the listeners before we sign off? Uh, just to wrap up the CM Punk situation, hey, you know, hey, man, I, hope, I just hope that everything works out for the good of the business and he gets the um type of uh, whatever it is CM Punk looking for, I hope he, you know, is able to get it and leave. the. And whenever it's time for him to leave the rest of the business, I hope he leaves it in a good way. Um, other than that, everybody, everybody, enjoy your week. Um, that's it. Peace. Kurt, what about you? Um, I hope he's successful in his return. I hope the Saturday show does well. And I hope everybody has a good week this week. Uh, for me, I will still, uh, you know, still say that CM Punk is better than Batista. Um, just because I want to have the last word. <laughs> I'm joking, man. I'm joking. I'm joking. Now, I'm about to say I have made it to that point. In no, life, I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that damn petty. Um, <laughs> I can admittedly be petty, but I am not that petty. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of echo what you guys say. I hope that Punk gets out of this, whatever it is he's he's wanting to get out of this. Um, I would like to see him come back, and I would like to see AEW. Uh, make a turn for the better um, and be the fucking show that they promised us it would be when they did the announcement. But um, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't wish any ill will on anybody. As much as I don't like the elite, um, I don't wish any ill will on them. But uh, hopefully they can put that six man together and make everybody a lot of cash and, uh, you know, sell out Wembley and actually have some really good bragging rights uh, to, to throw out there about their performance at Wembley. And uh, so we'll see what happens, man. As far as the Saturday show, eh, there's too much wrestling on TV right now, as is. But that's just me. Um, you guys, I hope you have a great week. I hope your family remains safe, healthy, and happy. Protect yourselves, love yourselves, love one another. And we will see you guys unless something changes again. We will see you all. Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Y'all take care. Take care. Take care.